her voice. Her voice. We acknowledge the tradition owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Wurundjeri Wurrung and Bununu people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend down the respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, Islanders cultures. Welcome to our channel. I'm Ray. Hi, I'm Xiao Fan. Okay, so for today's podcast, we chose a film called Shu Guanyin, released in 2017. The film was seen as a revelation of Taiwan's dark past. The film won Best Feature Film at the 15th Taiwan Golden Horse Awards. The leading female and the supporting actress in the film. Also won the Golden Horse Award for Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress, respectively. It can be said that it was a dark horse in the film industry that year. Yeah, um, I think this film is really, really profound, and many of the plots actually needs you to go back to watch a second or even a third time to fully understand it. Yeah, and I have to say that after watching this film, I think this film winning the best film in Taiwan's Golden Horse Award that year can be said is well deserved. Yeah, it's very enjoyable to watch it, and its English translation name is also very interesting. It is called "The Bold, the Corrupt, and the Beautiful."、Um, it's not literally translated、uh, what it means in Chinese. Yeah,、um, and I think. Uh, from its English name, you could tell that the director or the translator wants to highlight some key points. Yeah, so the English name is relatively straightforward, and through this is English、uh, translation name, we can know what kind of story this film is about. Yeah, but I personally prefer the Chinese name of the film Shu Guanyin because in traditional Buddhist religious culture. Guanyin is a very sacred image, which forms a strong contrast with the darkness of the story. Um, I think there is an element of religion throughout the whole film, and we can see the director's usage of religious culture. Yeah, firstly, I will briefly outline the storyline of this film. The historical background of this film is Taiwan thirty years ago. And there are two things involved in the political background. One is the government's development plan, and the other is the general election of the chairperson. It can be said that the one is about interest, and the other one is about power. Yeah, and the protagonist of this movie, Miss Tang, runs an antique shop. On the surface, this antique store looks like an ordinary antique training place. But in fact, it provides a hidden platform for political and business collusion. Miss Tang's husband was a soldier during his lifetime, and this exactly also explains why Miss Tang has so many connections in politicals. And at that time, there were two alternatives for the satisfaction for the central government development plan. One was in Shushan, and the other one was in Lishui. Miss Chuan used her con- contacts in the construction and planning department to release the new land. Shushan would be developed.
mm. and together with some other government officials, they bought the land of Shoshan and waited for the central government to develop it before selling it at a high price. The source of the funds to buy this land was embezzlement of the funds from a bank. The president of this bank is naturally their accomplice. Strangely, the bank's president family was brutally slicing one night. The tragedy implicated the speculative scandals of these government officials. One of the candidates for the change of chairperson, Dan Wong, also had to withdraw from the election because his, um, his participation in this scandal. And the other candidate, Secretary General Feng, naturally won the election. At the same time, the media exposed the environmental problems of Xiuxia and which related to the final location of central development plan is in Lishui. As a result, this is instable people, their phones all disappeared. So this whole story is very complicated. Miss Chong is ultimately beneficiary of this dark struggle because she has actually quietly purchased a lot of Lishui lands. Yeah. And at the end of the film, we find out that Miss Tong is actually the mistress of the elected secretary journal one, journal Feng. Yeah, yeah, that means she kills two birds with one stone. Um, not only did she brought a profit from the government's development plans, but also let her lover win the election. Yeah, and it can be said that the whole film is about a black eating political and business incident. And the narrative style of the film is also very strange. The narrative structure of this film is mainly sequential, but occasionally interprets with some flashbacks. The protagonist, Miss Tong, has main has two main helpers. One is her eldest daughter, Tang Ning, and the other one is her so-called younger daughter, Tang Zhen. These two characters are also full of very bizarre colors. The film mainly deceives the images of these three women. And I would like to discuss Miss Tang firstly. She is actually very good at using other people. She has a wide network of contacts and she has a Gong Song, who is a reporter, in which who can help her grasp the discourse direction of the media. She also hired two professional killers and led them to specialize in doing some shady activities. And about her Eldest daughter, Tang Ning, is a courtesy to her. To use the original sentences in the film, her daughter is her designer bag, and her daughter steals others with sex. Mm. Tang Zhen is more like her heir in, the, in this family, and Miss Tang has raised her to become a murderous heir to ensure that the whole family's property and resources can be continued. Yeah, um, I think some of Mrs. Tan's characteristics can be reflected in some details in the film. Um, in the first half of the film, she made the exact same clothes for 
her two daughters. Um, in fact, the meaning of these clothes were mentioned by the director himself in an interview. And he had also used these images as a metaphor in his other films before. And this design is to show that uh, Mrs. Tan has a subtle influence on Tang Ning and Tang Jin. Um, maybe she had no conscious desire to control over her two daughters, but they must match her clothes and be with her and do whatever she wants. And as long as the two of them were a little disobedient, she would try her best to obstruct them. She even sacrifices them if they were beyond her control. Yeah, and the character of Miss Tong was portrayed by the director as an honorary mother at the beginning of the film. She restrained her age and like facing the rebellion of her daughter Tang Ning, and she told her painstakingly. Yeah, but as the plot goes on, we can gradually realize that this person's true color. Ryan, when we realized her true face, we suddenly realized that, in fact, at the beginning of the story, there are already many, many clues to point it. Mm. And one of Miss Tong's lines uh, that impressed me are, that, uh, are what she said to the bank president. She said that the road that ordinary people work less has good citizenry. Mm. She she always seems to be at a disadvantaged position in the whole plan, but she is actually the one who has everything under control. Yeah, and that's because her am ambitious. She's not afraid to take risks, and she is a risk taker. Yeah, and she even took advantage of the people around her in order to find a way out for herself. Yeah, even if the choice cost her is her, her daughter's life. Yeah, um, let's go on to talk about her eldest daughter, Tang Ning. Um, like Ray just mentioned, she is living a very rude life. Um, her behavior is also very wild. She's entangled with two men at the same time, and audiences would easily be misled to understand that she is actually um, a outrageous woman, but as the plot develops, we can actually find out that Tang Ning is the only one who has some tenderness at the bottom of her heart. Yeah. And, um, first of all, as a tool for her mother to get power, she was trained to handle relationships with men. Um, she would flirt with them at parties and other social situations, and um, those men would include the director of the construction department we just talked about, and, and also Officer Liao, who is in charge of investigating the... Uh, the case of the bank president's family. Um, none of, the, of these two men escapes her grasp. And Tony has been paving the way for her mother all the time. Yeah, now I think Tony's control over men is very powerful. She faces men with different traits and has different solutions for them. Mm. And <clears throat> she asked Officer Liao to see her as a very close friend and confident. Yeah, and it wasn't until Officer Liao was threatened by their photos in Ban, and at that time, he realized that he is just a pawn of Tony. Um, I also noticed some interesting details in the film. For example, Mrs. Tang is 
very good at Chinese calligraphy paintings, but um, Tony prefers oil paintings. Um, for her, she actually resisted mother's control, but she was stuck in it deeply. Um, and in the film, Tony lies and suspecting on her mother's lap several times and shows like she is just a daughter dependent on her mother. But in fact, the relationship between the two has always been tearing and struggling. So um, I found that Tang Ning was both submissive and rebellious. Yeah, and we could feel a sense of devotion from this person. Mm. Yeah, and um, she relies on sleeping pills. And her oil paintings are always shown to be gloomy and terrifying. This all shows the pain in her heart. Yeah. And I think it also reflects that the whole family is kind of torn apart. Yeah, and for telling and her inner struggle can reflect that she's still a kind person at heart. Mm -hmm. Because if she was a completely dark person like her mother, she will never suffer from the inner torture. Yeah, and she came to her senses when she finally... Um, found out that her mother had killed a very close friend of hers and she was determined to escape from her mother's control. Uh, and she also wanted to take her sister away with her, but for some reason she didn't succeed. Um, Tony may never be able to reach a compromise with her mother, so the best solution she can think of is to leave without looking back. Yeah. And in fact, there is also another female character in this film, and her identity was always been vague. Um, then we'll kind of discuss it here. Um, Mrs. Tang's so-called youngest daughter, Tang Zhen, is actually her granddaughter. In other words, Tang Zhen's biological mother is actually Tang Ning. Yep. Tang Zhen's birth is a result of Tang Ning's social interaction. Um, in order to control, to use her daughter, Mrs. Tang declared that Tang Zhen was her youngest daughter. Um, I think Tang Zhen's image is a fusion of her mother and grandmother's temperament. Um, however, perhaps because Tang Zhen was um, too sadly taught by her grandmother since she was a child, she still habitually went to please Mrs. Tang. Yeah, and Tang Zhen left a gloomy impression on me, and she doesn't have that innocence that a 30- or 40-year-old girls should have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she uh, has always been very clean in clothing dressing. As Shofa mentioned before, their clothes were are customized by their grandmother, and Tang Zhen really had bright colors on her clothes. Most of them are dark purple or black and rich. And these colors are very depressing color. Mm, yeah. And um, her position in the family makes her who she are. And secondly, in her relationship with Lin Pian Pian, she also seems to be at a disadvantage place. Yeah. And Lin Pian Pian often ridicule her. Uh, when the Tang family received the Lin family's visit, Tang Jin on Porti <clears throat> on the um standing beside them and also helped slippers hold slippers for Lin Pian Pian. Yeah, and we can feel this little girl Tang Jin, her family is very depressed and her friends is also mess. Yeah, and secondly, the relationship between Lin Pian Pian and 
her family's groom, Marco, also made Lin Pianpian feel, also made Tang Ning feel envious. Um, actually, Tang Jin likes Marco very much. She covets such a beautiful relationship and even wants to replace Lin Pianpian's position one day. Yeah, and you know, family, friendship, and love are three types of intimate relationships. For Tang Jin, her family is loveless and her friendship is distorted. And so for Tang Jin, the only beauty left in her heart is the imagination of love. She doesn't actually know about Marco. Her feelings are based on imagination and this is assumption is shaky. Yeah, when she was disillusioned with love, the only remaining good well in her heart also disappeared. Yeah, and after I introduce these three main female figures involved in this film, I would like to also to focus on their relationship. The first is Miss Tang Ter Tang Ning. She treats her daughter as a tool, as a designer bag that we just mentioned, but it's not means it doesn't mean that she doesn't care about her daughter at all. It just that she cares very little. For Miss Tang, her interest to take a precedence over her daughter's life. Yeah. And secondly, Miss Tang regards Tang Jin as an heir because Miss Tang saw Tang Jin kill her close friend. She knew that Tang Jin was cruel enough. Tang Jin has been taken by Miss Tang's side to treat people since he, she was a child. She were Tongjin that the person serving the tea and pouring water has only eyes and ears but no mouth. Um, as for Tang Ning, <clears throat> on the one hand she obeyed her mother, but on the other hand she was rebellious, which eventually led her departure. Um, in addition, Tang Ning always has an inseparable maternal love for Tang Jin. Even if she didn't get any feedback, she didn't get the same from Tang Jin. She still wants to protect her young daughter. And as for Tang Jin, she always chose grandmother over her mother. She has been trying to please her grandmother as much as possible. And there is a flashback at the beginning of the film after Tang Jin became, uh, grew up, she became the actual ruler of the company she received a phone call at the launch of company's project and um the content of the call wasn't revealed until the end of the film um it was from the hospital um they explained to her that mrs tong's condition was going bad and she was trying to get a ethesia um however tang jin refused to let her she wanted to try her best to keep her life so that she could survive in this world and suffer from the disease. Um, it is kind of the re revenge of her on her grandmother. And there is a sentence at the end of the film, the most terrible thing in this world is now the current punishment, but the loveless future. And death is the end of life and all pain will disappear. Tang Zhen would would not let Miss Tong leave the world happily. She did everything she could to continue Miss Tong's life without any dignity. Yeah. And one of the things that attracted me 
to this film was that someone with these plot designs always surprised me. For example, Tang Jun is now Miss Tang's youngest daughter, and but her granddaughter. And on the one hand, it shows her grandmother's control over this family, and on the other hand, it also shows her ruthlessness. And I would like to ask Xiaofan if there、uh, is there any surprising moment like this while watching this film. Yeah, it is.、Um, it amazes me that、uh, Tang Jun is completely going numb. She understands. Uh, that interest and power actually determine many things. In order to achieve her goals, she become ruthless and even、um, witness her friend's death without helping her. By the end of the film, she has completed her revenge on her grandmother. And according to Buddhism, the film embodies the circle of cause and effect. Yeah, and based on our discussions above, we can feel the very different temperament of these three women. In the traditional concept, women should have a gentle and dignified image, but in this film, darkness is the base color of the three female figures. Although the three male portraits in this film are not positive, but after watching this film, I still really appreciate the director's portrait of these figures, because this is. Characters bring the beautiful qualities of women from a male perspective. Yeah, women can also have、um, thirst for power, and I think the director's poetry of the three women is very multifaceted. Every character is colorful, and everyone is struggling between their own desires and humanity. And this is what I found most fascinating about this film. Yeah, and in this film, Miss Tong worked hard to complete the purpose of manipulating this game of cheese, not only obtain huge profits, but also help help her lover, secret journal Feng, ascended to the throne. When the when they get along, there is a very meaningful sense. When Secretary General Feng put his hand on Miss Tong's hand, and Miss Tong. Just pulled her hand away and covered his hand. Miss、mm-hmm. Tong is not a woman behind the secondary phone. Instead, she has the absolute up her up her hand in this relationship. Yeah, Mrs. Tong's ambitions just doesn't stop there. Yeah. All right. So that's all for our today's podcast. And see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.